Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. Use promo code STUFF. 20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and this is Short Stuff. And this is yet another chapter in our ongoing coverage of <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio history. Because I love it. Because when you dive into all of the stuff we've talked about, Cleveland has come up a surprising amount of times. It has. And we got great listeners in Cleveland. Shout out to our buddy Gail Kuntz and her husband Mark and uh, they, we sold out there, and we love our Clevelanders, so we're not making fun of you. Definitely. But we can't not talk about Tencent Beer Night. Yeah, yeah. So um, Tencent Beer Night is a legendary night in Cleveland. Uh, if you live in Cleveland, you know all about this. And it took place in June 1974. And it wasn't that that the the Cleveland, at the time they were called the Indians, now they're called the Guardians. It wasn't that the baseball stadium was giving away beer for 10 cents that made it so remarkable. That was actually like a fairly routine promotion. Um, if you do the the inflation math, that's equal to about 57 cents today. Yeah, all over baseball, not just Cleveland. Right, exactly. And if you went to the stadium, they weren't keeping track of how many you had or how many you bought at one time. It was basically an open invitation to come get very drunk at the baseball stadium. That was the promotion, right? So it wasn't just that they had a 10-cent beer night. It was this particular night underscored how bad an idea 10-cent beer nights at the baseball stadium actually were. That's right. Uh, And it had to do with, uh, in particular— a lot of things. I watched a little video about this, and they did point out that the the mood in Cleveland at the time, given the pollution and laid-off factory workers and the Indians not being very good, it just – it all sort of culminated on this night that they played the Texas Rangers, who a week prior at their 10-cent beer night <laughs> – Yeah. <laughs> this is just crazy – uh, to think about now, if they had 57-cent beer night, you know, I would be down there. Unlimited. Unlimited 57-cent beer night during nine innings at least. Yeah, and I did see for the Cleveland one, um, they had a limit of six cups per person at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so they did. Okay. Well, they did have some rules then. All right. That's respectable. <laughs> I figure that's just, they figured that's as many as you can carry at once. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. They didn't want you to strain yourself. <laughs> so a week before at, at in Dallas, uh, at Fort Worth at their stadium, they had Tencent Beer Night. And there was a, there was a brawl on the field. Uh, there was a hard slide by the Rangers uh, retaliation by Cleveland's uh, pitcher, which is what usually happens in baseball. Mm-hmm. And they charge the mound, and a fight breaks out. And it was, you know, it was a pretty good baseball brawl. And uh, Billy Martin was coaching uh, Texas at the time. And he said that he wasn't worried about the next week in Cleveland because they were asking about retaliation. Mm-hmm. He said they don't have enough fans to worry about, which <laughs> did not help the matter. No, and if you know Billy Martin, that's a total Billy Martin thing to say, right? Yes. So Billy Martin says this just offhandedly. Um, and also, by the way, during that brawl or after the brawl, the fans at the Rangers stadium threw trash and 
all sorts of stuff, be, dumped beer onto the Indians as they went back to their dugout. So there was a lot of ire about this in, in Cleveland, not the least of which was Billy Martin's little quip. And there was at the time a, a sports talk radio personality named Pete Franklin. And if you're familiar with sports talk radio, they um, <laughs> they talk a lot of trash. They don't, you know, suffer sure. a lot of um, uh, of idiots, I guess you could put it. Um, and this Pete Franklin seems to have, if not been the origin of, of the modern sports talk radio personality, he uh, was definitely one of the early um, people who was doing this. That's right. So I think he just sort of riled people up even more on the radio, right? Isn't yeah. that what happened? Over the following week, he spent most of his sports line show on WWE um, just getting everybody riled up to get to this game and to, to show the Rangers what we thought about them. All right, I think that's a great time for a break, and we'll get to what happened on June 6th right after this. everybody, it's time you heard about Squarespace. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own website. Whether it's an online course or custom merch, Squarespace has you covered. That's right. Courses is a great program. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with a powerful Fluid Engine editor. That's right. With Fluid Engine, which is a next-generation website design system, by the way, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. That's right. And don't forget the commerce side, because after that, you can charge a one-time fee, or you can even sell a subscription. Yeah. So turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. And right now, go to squarespace.com stuff for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code STUFF to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. Hey, everybody. Did you know that Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico? But it's more than just a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Yeah, that's right. It's an island that's filled with adventure around every corner and natural treasures waiting to be explored, like El Yunque, the only tropical rainforest in the entire United States. That's right. Or you can get swept away by natural beauty and come away with unique stories that could only be experienced in Puerto Rico that remind you of why you travel in the first place. Visits end, but stories last forever. You don't become a part of the island. It becomes a part of you. That's right. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right. So I said June 6th. You said June 6th. It was really June 4th. Yeah. Please don't. We just got it wrong and didn't feel like re-recording the whole episode. (laughs) Right. So it was June 4th that this game started, and it was the beginning of a three-game homestand. And by the time that um, this this game rolled around, 26,000 Clevelanders showed up at the game for 10-cent beer night, angry at the Texas Rangers who the Indians were about to play. That's right. Uh, And to say things got out of hand is, again, a pretty big understatement. Mm -hmm. Um, The video I watched that told me about the six cups at a time said that at one point people were buying so much beer, the the vendors couldn't keep up. So they just pulled the beer trucks in just outside the outfield walls. And there were two teenage girls 
uh, working the station that got so overwhelmed, they left. They just ran away. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there were beer trucks. They flipped over the table. And I don't know if this is true or not, but there were reports that some of them literally carried tapped kegs of beer into the stands. Okay. From everything that I've read about this night, that is 100% believable. It totally is. So in addition to stuff like that happening, there was a lot of like foreshadowing that this was not a normal game. A lot of people were running out onto the field more than normal. I mean, in the 70s, streaking on a baseball field wasn't like just totally unheard of. But the thing, there was a song about streaking. Yeah, oh, the one that's put me in, coach. I'm ready to streak. <laughs> no, not that one. Look at me. Um, so uh, there were two streakers at this game in the third and the sixth innings. And then there was another, I, I guess you could call them streakers, that came out at, I'm not sure what inning, but it was a father and son duo who ran into the outfield and, and mooned everybody in the bleachers. Yeah, the one, one of the streakers, uh, this completely naked man, and this is not advisable, went in and ran and slid, while the game was going on, slid into second base, but naked. Yeah. So this is happening, like, during this game. And this is At while, a baseball game. This is while a <laughs> lid is being kept on everything. Like, that's yeah. that's how, how this is like a simmering kettle at this point. And so you can make a case that all that's kind of in good fun, even though it's pretty ribald and a little unruly, to say the least. But... Um, it kind of started to turn ugly uh, at one specific point when uh, Laren Lee, who is a Cleveland uh, player, hit a line drive back to the pitcher for the Rangers, Ferguson Jenkins, and it hit him in the stomach and dropped Ferguson Jenkins like a sack of potatoes. And rather than, you know, show any kind of concern or anything like that, that set off the fans to chant, hit him again, hit him again, which kind of <laughs> ticked the Rangers off a little bit. Yeah, so that riles people up even more. Uh, they start throwing stuff. They start throwing hot dogs, batteries, beer, the usual stuff. Billy Martin comes out and starts blowing kisses into the crowd, apparently. <laughs> There's a picture of him doing so. <laughs> this is like classic Billy Martin again. Yeah. That riled up people even more, and they started shooting. They brought fireworks and started <laughs> shooting fireworks into the Rangers' dugout. Yeah. This is during a baseball game that's going on, everybody. Yeah, they were still trying to play the game. Yeah, so as this game's going on, um, the the um, Rangers are winning most of the time. I think by the, um, I think the sixth, they had a five to one lead. But then the Indians scored two runs in the sixth, made it five to, to five to three, um, and then they scored two more runs in the ninth. So it was five to five, and they actually had the winning run on second base and were at bat when the incident that proved to be the straw that broke the camel's back and, and let all hell break loose happened. That's right. Uh, and it was, well, it shouldn't have happened, but it was a bit of a misunderstanding in that a fan ran out and tried to grab Jeff Burrow's hat off his head. Uh, Burrow's tripped and fell to the ground, but all the Rangers saw was Burroughs on the ground with a fan right there, and they thought he was attacked. And Billy Martin basically says, go get them, guys, Yep, and take your bats with you. So the Texas Ranger Baseball Club streams out onto the field with baseball bats looking for vengeance. They're met by a flood of angry Cleveland fans who start streaming onto the field. And they have more than baseball bats. Bleacher Report says that they had knives, chains, 
and portions of the stadium seats that they had ripped off. This is like the Simpsons rumbling or something like that. It's cartoonish, (laughs) but this is what happened in Cleveland on this night. Uh, That's right. I saw that there were um, 50 security guards in the whole stadium uh, with 26,000 fans. So they did not adequately prepare for, uh, you know, what was ended up basically being a riot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ripped, they they stole the bases, not like, hey, he stole second base, nice job. They ripped the bases out. Apparently those bases are still not recovered. So like in garages in Ohio, mm-hmm. like someone has these bases still, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a tap keg right next to it. <laughs> oh, I hope so. So um, we, we should definitely point out that to their credit, the Indians streamed out on the field with bats uh, their, of their own to defend the Rangers because they're like, yeah. these people might actually kill some of the Texas Rangers. So baseball players are getting in fights with rioters on the field, baseball players from both teams. Um, the the guy who is actually the head official of the game, Nestor Chilak, suffered a head injury because he was hit by one of those stadium seats that had been ripped off. Um, he also had a cut on his hand because he had been hit by a rock. And finally, he calls the game and says, this game is over, the Indians forfeit and the the Rangers are the winners, I guess. Yeah, it's um. There are a bunch of videos on YouTube that they don't show it live, but they show photos. Mm-hmm. It is just, it's hard to believe when you see this that this happened. I mean, it was a street brawl mm-hmm. between professional athletes. It showed people like bleeding from the head and being carried off on stretchers. Mm-hmm. And you know, today, like an NBA player, you know, if it gets into a like a yelling at a fan in the stands and there's a confrontation it's a really big deal this was a street fight on a baseball field during a baseball game yeah it was like that scene in anchorman there was a guy on horseback with a a (laughs) trident you know i mean it was like that but in cleveland and it was because everybody had drank so much beer so the indians very wisely went back to the drawing board and they said we've got three more of these beer nights scheduled and we've already been publicizing them so we can't really take them back because they'll probably riot again so we're going to change it from unlimited beer to just four beers per person and that was that for 10 cent beer night yeah so instead of six at a time four total yeah uh, I saw, and you know, again, who knows what these uh, YouTube videos, if these are accurate, but <laughs> I saw 60,000 beers consumed. And uh, how many people were there? 26,000. Yeah. You know, a lot of which were probably underage. So you do the math. Yeah. Um, and I, he said that there were 19 streakers total. So who knows? Man, isn't that just nuts? Yes. <laughs> it is crazy to think about. And boy, if you were there, please, please email us. I would love to hear a story. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And spare a thought for those poor two teenage girls who were chased off of the beer trucks for their lives. Yeah, and anyone that got legitimately hurt. I mean, we're kind of laughing at all this, but uh, I didn't see that anyone was, like, seriously, seriously injured. (laughs) Right. They had blood streaking down their face from their scalp. just like stitches and light stitches. They were in, in, in handcuffs being led away, had to call in late for work the next day. I hope we find another good Cleveland topic. This is turning out to be quite a series. Yeah, it's it's a rich vein, isn't it? It is. Uh, you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right, everybody. Then, like, beer night in June 4th, 1974, short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 